This is the true story. Of five strangers. Picked to live in a house. Work together. And have their lives recorded. Find out what happens when people stop being polite. And start getting real. You've just become roommates with the Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast. That place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, where Christ culture and nerd culture are headed on out to Ikea to buy furniture for their loft, put it all together, and ultimately watch their friendship disintegrate into many, many tiny little pieces. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself. He's the roommate who leaves dirty dishes in the sink and maybe his dirty laundry, too. With me, as always, is Steve-O Supremo. That is not true. I always clean my dishes. But, but the laundry the definitely laundry. is in the sink. That one stands. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to no, call no. Brittany real quick. Oh, no. <laughs> I would... I would. She's the annoying. Sorry, I can't even. Am say, I annoying? Can't, I can't even say it with a straight face. Let me finish. She's the annoyingly positive roommate who oh, wants you to wake up early on a Saturday to go to a farmer's market or some such, and thinks that the two of you should take a cooking class because it'll really help you bond. It's Jackie freaking Wilson. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> seems legit. That seems legit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and over on my right, she's the roommate who leaves passive-aggressive sticky notes when you don't empty the trash or wipe <laughs> down the sink or replace the toilet paper roll. It's lovely Lady Lee Smotty. I can't confirm or deny those allegations. <laughs> I can. I can confirm. Uh, and over in the booth, pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying, he is the roommate who hogs the living room TV watching Minecraft videos all day. I speak from experience. <laughs> it's Nick the Engineer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and today, if you haven't guessed already, we are talking about roommates. We're talking about moving in together. What do you think, guys? Let's all just get a big loft and move in together. What do you say? I would kill death instant couple. <laughs> Why do Neff you say Neff would that? die. Neff would be killed. Neff and then probably Steven. No, I'm polite. Tony I would stay... explode the moment he walked into no, the No, I would like love Like your it. body would physically, you would just erupt. Why? Tell me, tell me, tell me who, who because is going. Because you cannot sit next to Steven for more than 15 seconds. <laughs> Seconds. <laughs> That's true. not true. There's a reason why Steven's next to me. Yeah, have you noticed the, the one person who has the most space from me in this room is Steven. He's got like an extra, like, punch. Yeah, Neff is also there's like a further punch, away from No, 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 but there's like a punch barrier in between you and me. Like, if I went to swing at you, you're just out of reach. But I can uh, hit I can hit. Neff. And believe me, I've tried. <laughs> um, so as I would be, the, would I be the one that would lose my junk? Would I? Am I the Absolutely. Felix in this Felix and Oscar? Wait, which I, one's, is, who, who's the, the, the prissy? Of the um, odd couple. I have no it, idea. Oscar? Pris- Oscar. Oscar's the prissy. Okay. I, am I the Oscar? I think. Was that Matthew Perry? No. What? They remade it. Matthew Perry was one of them. Oh, no. Oh. They, I think they've remade The Odd Couple a, a bunch of times. I've never heard of it. You've never heard of The Odd Couple? No. Neil Simon is a, it was a play. Really? They did a movie, TV show. They were an odd couple. They did a, <laughs> yeah. They were an odd couple. It was both a female and male version. There was a female and male version. Only theater nerds know that one, Lee Smotty. Nice. Okay. You had basically two opposite people living together. I yeah. mean, that sounds like life. So it'd be like it'd be like if you had no, I'm not gonna make that joke. It'd be like that today's climate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Speaking of climate, everybody here free of coronavirus? So So far, far, so good. Yeah, jury's still out. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Jackie, you you work. (laughs) I work at a theme park, (laughs) y'all. Theme park, the number one vacation destination on the planet. Yep. So all the places that 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 are much more red on the corona map than than we are. 
They're coming to hang out with you. I use so much hand what sanitizer today. What is Disney today. doing? Like, what are they? I mean, I know that's not topical, but I mean, curious. well, I mean, it, it, the main thing with this, and we're gonna go on a little side note, is wash your hands, guys. Like, just wash them. Like, yes. don't be sticking them in your face. And, uh, and you know what? Just a, just as a rule, just even if rule? there's not an outbreak or an epidemic, yeah. wash, wash your hands. Just wash your hands. It's just a good go way next. to live. A thing that I was reading is like more than eighty percent of the cases are very mild. So yeah. just wash, and those who have unfortunately passed away had very had already had really bad immune systems or really elderly like yeah. they were already sick so like so it, they were already on their way out no but they were yeah they so, were so their the, lives didn't matter no as not much. at all i said this unfortunately, is why this is why we can't no, lodge you together no, you notice how nice. he immediately no, that got was good. no that, that's really good i'm just curious it's nice to know who the nazis are at the table that's all i'm saying <laughs> oh my goodness hey calm down there jojo rabbit let's move on uh yeah so so you're fine though nothing oh yeah no i'm fine i just have a cough but i think that's just from florida <laughs> oh, being no. super bipolar oh, no. that's wait that's the first symptom <laughs> <laughs> I also have a cough. Pray for Jackie, hashtag. No. Damn, pray, pray for, for me, please. <laughs> Honestly. We're going to do a, a GoFundMe for Jackie. You know, for, buy a respirator or something like that. Or a face mask. Uh, or well, let us know that you're safe from the coronavirus. <laughs> Mark yourself safe. <laughs> Mark yourself Mark. safe. The best way for you to do that is to connect with us across all the social medias. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can find our website online at nerdofgodcast.com. You can also give us an email at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. And hey, if you want to give us a shout we'd love to do that we'd love to chat with you connect with you and exchange whimsical you can't do this while you're, you can't do this while you're eating cheetos least Sorry, money animated animated whisper and if you'd like to you can find our small group the nerd of god squad on facebook share some memes and live your dreams (laughs) and uh, we'd love to hang out with you guys there so uh, before we go on tonight I just want to do a quick moment can we just take a can we take a second you guys take several Uh, well I will then thank you Steven um (laughs) <laughs> you were seriously eating I'm those puffed sorry, cheetos. I'm sorry, I'll back. <laughs> no, I, I mean, lean away from the mic when you take a bite. So uh, you, you lean you, into it. Pause, pausing for a moment. So I would be a terrible roommate, and I'll tell you why. Because if I'm interested or fascinated by something, I don't really much care who else in the room isn't interested <laughs> and fascinated <laughs> That's by. That's very it. true. Case in point, as Lisa Marie, you are crunching and and making your sounds into the microphone. I found an ASMR video on YouTube. <laughs> That I love. I treasure. I don't know why you continue to bring this crap up. It is the grossest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and I just think it's a delight. And I don't even know what her name is. It's like Soon Yang or something like that. She's, uh, I believe, Korean or Vietnamese. She's some kind of um, Asian uh, young girl, and she she basically finds the grossest living creatures she can find and then eats them. Oh, I've heard about this girl. And it's disgusting and wonderful. It is an atrocity. So, are you I, about to I, share that a video? Is how the coronavirus started. I'm going to put this. I'm going to make. <laughs> I'm going to make a link to the to her video on nerdagodcast.com so you guys can check this out. Uh, it is. It's so painful to watch, but she's got this live octopus and she's this little petite little thing and the whole time her nostrils are flared and her eyes are like wide open and she's just ah She's so terrifying. This is so awful. It's so gross. And this thing, this live octopus but is she's slithering. Like manhandling this ginormous Gigantic octopus. living octopus. And then she's got a big trough filled with mudfish. And they're just like, like slopping, slithering, sliding all over the place. 
I mean, that's what the sound that they're that's the the, the sound version of the motion that they're making. And, <laughs> and so she's just screaming and grossed out and this whole thing. And then she cooks them and then she eats them. And she doesn't just eat them; she no. eats them like giant, massive man bites at a time. Mm. And and it's what I can't imagine watching this video where they've placed the microphone. It has to be in the back of her throat oh. because she's it's like, eating this thing and it's like. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's probably just a super powerful shotgun microphone pointed directly at her mouth hole. And she's, I mean, I'm taking, she is taking like like full fistful of tentacle. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, I've seen like, it four times now. There's no natural way like a mouth I've can open that wide. It's terrifying. It's amazing. It just unhinges like a snake. And the best, it really does. And the best, so every time that I've watched it, I've been in the room with someone who absolutely does not want to watch it, like to the point of being sick. Yeah. Steven's fiance, oh, that's fun to say. Yeah. Steven's fiance can't even bear to watch it. And you know what? I'm sitting there and we're in my living room and I'm like, yeah, my want to watch this and my want to not make you throw up in my living room are not equal right now. I'm just going to keep watching it. So I'd be a terrible roommate. I would be like, well, I'm watching it. You're going to like it. Go to the other room. Um, anyway, so your crunching of the Cheetos reminded me of uh, a little they Asian girl. They are nothing alike. No, they're, they really aren't. <laughs> your, your, your seconds are used up now, sir. Yeah, okay. So back to what we were talking about. We want to honor a great group of people, uh, our friends and yours, the ones who make this yes. podcast happen the real magic makers, the real MVPs, Aww. our Patreon sponsors. Love them. The Patreon sponsors. They've taken the next step to be super fans, to make this thing happen. They've uh, put their money, <clears throat> as it were, where their mouths are. And um, that sounds gross when like, I say it like that. What's her name? The girl who eats the octopuses. That's right. <laughs> they Octopi. Put, they put their money Octopi where their people. tentacles are. But we do want to say thank you so much. We could not make this ministry possible if it wasn't for our friends, Andrew Whiteside. Ashley Cronenbitter, Becky Warren, Carrie Wright, Christian Zadek, Chandler Harper, Darren Scott, L7, Howard Salter, Josh Adams, Joshua Chalk, Kevin Loganowski, Matt, yeah, you got it, perfect, yeah. nailed it, Matthew Black, Ryan Felton, Stephen De La Rosa. Oh, really, I really like it when Lise Mati gets that one. Stephen Salisbury. I said Tegan DeLong. Scott Higa, the Christian nerd. Zach Diem. That's right. So thank you so much to all of you guys for uh, being a part of what we do here. We couldn't do it without you, and we salute you. Salute. salute. Did I say Joshua's last name right? Chalk? You said Chalk. Chalk? Chalk. Chalk. I think chalk? it's just Chalk, chalk? Like, oh. like chalkboard. Chalk. Chalk. I think you're you're really working that, that silent L I in think there. Chalk. Isn't he Canadian? Maybe chalk. Chalk. Sorry, chalk. Josh. <laughs> yeah. Zach Diem. Like Diem sounds like like Diem. Diem. Like Carpe Diem. Carpe Diem. Diem. Oh. Yeah, I bet you he's probably not heard that his entire life. <laughs> we, we have a guy that's coming to our church lately. His name is Felix. And I the other night he was coming into church for something. And I was like, Felix the cat. And I was like, oh, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sure you've heard that your entire life. And I just regret that that came out of my mouth. It's like when everyone like Felix the cat was like a car cartoon character yeah. from hey, the no 19. One, no one would get that but you. I get that. If your name was Felix, I guarantee you get it. I know Felix. I the know cat. several Felixes. It's like oh. it's like me with Nickelodeon. I think of fix it. Nick, Felix. Nick, 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 Nick. That's right. It's like everyone that, when I was in like second grade to call me Steven Salisbury Steak. By the way, uh, the, the event at which I was greeting Felix the Cat was our volunteer banquet. And I want to take a quick second to acknowledge Volunteer oh. of the Year for uh, for members of our church under 30, Young Adult Volunteers of the Year, Jackie Wilson and Woo! Nick Sadler from the Nerd of God cast. Congratulations. Congratulations. Clap, 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 clap. Man, way to go. How do you feel? 
appreciated. All yeah. right. That's yeah. the exact perfect reaction. Uh, anyway, we got to get on this thing. We got a lot going on tonight. Um, hey, uh, before we get into this, we have some business to take care of. I think, I, yeah. and, and this is the business that we call the best thing, thing ever. That was my Barrett impression from the demo. Good job. Thank you. I was hoping you'd get that, Tony. So, this week on The Best Thing Ever, we are discussing who won in the last episode, which was the episode before last, because we did not... We're, we're timey-wimey. Somebody, we're timey-wimey. Wanted, somebody wanted to get engaged on the show, so yeah, it threw everything so just off. Threw, we, didn't, we didn't do the best thing ever on Ladies Night. And I'm usually confused anyway. So. I mean, <laughs> But our, but our previous episode was the... We did have best thing ever. We did. Episode. And uh, do you guys remember who was on for that one? I who do. We it, was, it was absolutely Luke Skywalker versus Rey. This, yes. yes. this was the Intense. big showdown. So who do you guys, what do you guys think happened? I voted for Rey. I wanted Ray to win. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say I wanted Ray to win it all. I'm going to tell you, that was a tough one for me because Luke Skywalker is probably my favorite Star Wars character, mm-hmm. and I voted for Ray too. Because mm-hmm. I think Ray ultimately is just better. Better how? She's uh, not as whiny this as Luke was. And that's a, that, that valid. talks she, you down? She was able to uh, handle uh, the dark side temptation better. Mm-hmm. And her, and you know, she didn't. I mean, have, I don't know. I don't, Luke never made out with a Sith. Or his sister. Oh wait, no, he didn't yeah, make yeah, out yeah, his sister. I'd rather. Pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's illegal to kiss your sister, but it's not illegal to kiss a Sith. Not on tattoo. He's from Tatooine, arguably the Alabama of uh, the galaxy. <laughs> so she lifts bigger rocks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> <consistent>. <laughs> I, you know, I expe- this isn't I, ladies night anymore, I expect Jackie. this. I expect this from Lee Smotty. <laughs> 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 oh. Okay. Anyway. Lee Smotty, do you want to share who won? <laughs> Anyways, um, in those results, to honestly, my surprise, oh, no. we have a win from Luke with 60% oh. over Dad, Ray with 40%. Now, is that surprising? Because it seems like original trilogy characters are walking away with this thing. But I feel like, Ray, I don't know. I feel like, and I'm not mega-versed in the Star Wars universe. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not one of these OG, have followed it my whole life fans. But um, I feel like Ray. first of all, she's she's here, she's modern, she's current. So we're all fresh on the Ray train and we all understand like her importance as a figure yeah, in I agree. the current Star Wars universe. Right. Mm-hmm. So she has that going for her, just yes. the effect of being, you know, the one we're closest to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think that Ray like has dem- has consistently demonstrated strength and power from the get-go, whereas Luke has had a lot of wavering moments and mm-hmm. So do you think that's a strike against him or a positive for him? Um, I don't think it's a strike. I don't think it's any, like, I, I just feel like if I'm thinking about who I think has demonstrated the most consistent, um, strength and power and wisdom, I, I think it's Ray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm so mad. I think with, with this one, it's interesting that they're closer than the others. It wasn't this a was close. Yeah, super, yeah. super, super obnoxious mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Finn versus Chewbacca. Yeah, right. like rest in peace. Which I respect because it's not knocking Luke. Luke is great. This was, yeah. I think this was a difficult one. I think anyone who voted on this one probably had to think about it. Yeah, yeah. first. But um, I am, I am a little surprised. I think 
Well, well Luke, we'll be moving on to our next round. Um, but for this week, we're going to talk about- A lot of brackets just got messed up. My, literally. My entire you, bracket is ruined The fact now. that Ray is not in the rest of it, that's what's mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. so much that Luke won, is that now Ray's out. Now what? Ray's gone forever. Yep. Yes, I know. In the first <laughs> round. In it's her gone forever. Gone forever. Um, so this week, we are going to be talking about two different characters, and it is going to be Kanan Jarrus. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Han Solo. Oh, no. Moment of silence. For Kane and Jarrus. For Kane and Jarrus. <laughs> okay, now, Kane you know and Jarrus. No, Kane and Jarrus. I want them to come back and win. I Kanan. had to write down how to say if his Kanan name right. If Kane and Jarrus goes on, but Ray isn't, I can't do this I, anymore. Yeah, all of a sudden, all of the Star Wars Rebels fans just come together and pull this thing off, Listen, and it's the upset of the bracket. I won't be mad, but I also fully expect Han Solo to just walk away. Yeah. No look shot. Just... <laughs> Kanan shoots a, first. So, Jedi. Yeah. So the, yeah, Kanan is a Jedi, and that's he's got a very interesting and cool story. They both have kind of the the dishonored story, like running from their past kind of thing. Uh, this is going to be a really interesting one. I think Han Solo's got the definite edge though, because it's Han Solo. It's Han Solo, and casual Star Wars fans may not be as familiar with Kanan Jarrus. Yeah. They might not really know the whole Rebels storylines and stuff like that. But if you don't, definitely watch it. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Disney Plus all day, every day. Yeah, new episodes of Clone Wars, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we calling? Are we calling this for Han Solo? I I honestly, I think it's going to be Han. Well, the people. I don't even care anymore. The people will decide. Where can they they engage with this exercise in democracy? On nerdofgodcast.com. Yes, they can. I had so. to think for a second. Like, wait, where are we doing what it now? What's the name of our website? It's the ChristianNerd.com. We, um, <laughs> we had a bunch of these old guys this morning. We, we're putting together this little Q&A session. And this has been the best thing ever. We're doing this little Q&A uh, discipleship group on uh, Wednesday nights here where people are able to submit their questions, and our pastor is answering the questions from a biblical perspective. And uh, I just kind of thought this would be a fun thing to record and put out as a podcast. So um, I I've, I've been recording it. We've been putting it out every Thursday, you know, five or six new questions, uh, which is great. It's been a lot of fun, and people seem to be enjoying it. But there's an older group of people in our church that are not 100% sure what a podcast is, which is yep. fine. We want to bring people into this world. Podcasts are a great, accessible mm-hmm. way for you to find things that are up your alley. So uh, I've had a lot of people coming to me, some of, some of our older adults, saying, hey, can you help me to find this podcast and download it? Gladly. So I've been going on and going on their podcast app or helping them open it up, searching for their podcast and then hitting subscribe i said and while we're here let's go ahead let's, and subscribe let's go ahead and look for one other show <laughs> let's so, go ahead and leave that show a five-star review yeah so our uh our demographics in the uh in the septuagenarians and octogenarians has just skyrocketed mm-hmm. i love it we're really popular <laughs> with the old folks now uh lots of stuff has been going on this week you guys mm-hmm. nerdy things uh fun things real life things what's been going on with you guys anything interesting anything worth talking about i'm engaged yeah, yeah. We, we all heard. We were, <laughs> we all were there. there. Yeah. It's old news now. <laughs> um, the what, what have you done lately, Steven? <laughs> no, congratulations. Wedding, wedding planning. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII demo drop. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. I woke up yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was the first thing I saw on my social media. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy remake demo is now live. and It's I, gorgeous. It is gorgeous mm-hmm. and now i was there i was there when that game came out <laughs> i mean i was too but <laughs> i was i like was, I was playing that game uh when it came out and it was uh it, w- it was immediately game changer it was mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful cinematic things i haven't really played it 
a whole lot since then. I mean, I played through it the first time, but it's it's been 20 years since I played that game. Yeah. And as soon as I put this demo in, I was immediately there again. The sights, the visuals, the pacing of the the camera zooms coming down mm -hmm. over Midgar. Uh, the the it the was music. the music. I was immediately there as soon mm -hmm. as I saw Aerith. I was just <gasps> I mean, I felt it. Mm -hmm. I felt it. What did you think? Did you play through it? I I watched Mike play through it um, just before coming here because I worked all day and was super tired. So I was like, I'm gonna watch you play it because I don't have the attention span to like actively play a new game right now, but yeah. I'll watch you play it. Um, he's actually been having me play through the original game, um, and I'm not even done with the first disc yet because it's just so. There's a lot. It's a lo it's a lot, a lot of lot game. Going on, yeah. And I'm the kind of person that like I don't run from the battles. I take all that XP. So oh, like yeah. I'm like. The, the more XP I get, the less I have to go back and do this crap. That's right. You so. grind through it because when you get to the end, you're going to want everything. You're going to want to fight exactly. Ultimate Weapon. You're going to want to have Knights of the Round yeah. when you're fighting the last... Yeah, like absolutely. Just get, give me all the stuff. So I'm I'm not super far into the game now, but I'm past where... is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. It, it was is. really... Um, fun listening to Mike talk about it though because that was a game from his childhood yeah. so like hearing him talk about it and how excited he was for it, he's like Jackie I've never been this excited about a game before yeah like, Mike Mike is Jackie's uh, significant other in niece. case you didn't know it it's okay they don't they don't let a lot of people know about it hey it's not a secret <laughs> but go ahead and it's, just tell not, everyone it's not on the a podcast. secret um, <laughs> but it's not not a secret <laughs> it's we're not we're not making a big deal about and it. And Jackie, I have something for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Behind door number one. Uh, I'd be so shocked. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so it, it was just really fun like listening because I was like, this is basically your Breath of the Wild because the way he was talking about it was basically how you and I talked about Breath of the yeah. Wild, Tony. And now I know he played, it's special for him because he played that game with his dad when mm -hmm. he was a little kid. So yeah, so he's super excited really awesome. about it. Yeah, I, I really loved it too. If you haven't downloaded it, it's... Is it PlayStation exclusive? I don't know. God bless it should be. Play I mean, it was Final Fantasy was a PlayStation exclusive game I think for years is. and years and years. So uh, get it as soon as I was done with it. I'm like, yep, pre-ordering this game. It's mm -hmm. beautiful. It's magnificent. Uh, it, it really it brought the great things from the time. The, the, if you're playing through the original, you know yes. the technology didn't age well. No, the gameplay <laughs> did not age well. But uh, I hate turn-based games. I don't. I'm not mad at turn-based games, but it just it it doesn't look that good. This one I'm okay with though because the storyline's better than other turn-based games that I've played. Can I tell you what bothers me? It's hmm. pushing the circle button to move the story forward instead of pushing the X button. It was like they hadn't figured out that X button was going to be like your default button, mm -hmm. and in that game it's the circle button. I keep hitting X. It's like why is nothing happening? Oh, because oh, circle. That's right. It's actually pronounced cross. Whatever. So Go home. <laughs> By the way, it is a PlayStation Four exclusive. It is? Okay. It is. That doesn't surprise me. Now, is this one, it's going to be, is it episodic, right, when they actually release it? Or is it one game? Uh, they're releasing it in stages. So the, um, the first, this game is going to be taking you up to, I believe, right before you leave Midgar. Tony's Tony really mad burning, at you right now. He's burning, burning a hole in me right now. With, with <laughs> Am I right, though, Tony? I it's taking you up until you leave he's, Midgar? My headphones. He's, he's using Lear. <laughs> 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 LOL. Go get it. It's great. Yeah, definitely do it. Please it's, do it's it. It's a gorgeous game. In other news, and maybe a more accessible news for uh, <laughs> for, for this week, 
Wendy's started selling breakfast at their restaurants. Have you had it? What? It's good. I had Wendy's breakfast. I, I got up again. Yesterday was a historic day. Mm. So the Final Fantasy VII remake download uh, demo. <laughs> Wendy's came up. And then and Wendy's breakfast. started serving breakfast. So I got up. I was up early because as soon as I saw that Final Fantasy, I'm like straight out of bed. My my fanny is perpendicular immediately. <laughs> I'm downloading that. It's like well, it's gonna be a little while for it to download. So I'm up. Let's get ready. I'm gonna go to Wendy's on my way in. So I did. I went to Wendy's and I got breakfast. I got a couple little sandwiches because I wanted to try them out. So I got a very simple egg and cheese uh, on, on a ciabatta bread. Very soft, Ooh. tasty bread. The sandwich was tiny. It wasn't oh. a large sandwich. It wasn't like a full Which on... your breakfast shouldn't be big anyway. Hey, maybe your breakfast <laughs> shouldn't be big, 80 pounds, but my breakfast 95. is king size. But I got two. I got two sandwiches. I got that and then I got a croissant with um, croissant? a croissant with um, a chicken on it and like a Ooh. honey butter. Ooh. It was like a chicken bacon maple glazed croissant it was really it was it was all very good but then they have these home fries for breakfast they're um they're 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 not hash browns they're they're like thick cut like wedge cut steak fries kind of things i know you're making a face i don't like steak cut fries i get it i know you're you're making a face if you have you ever had the ones the the fries from Publix? no because i don't like steak cut okay well then you know what more for me yeah they were really tasty but the 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 whole point is this i went through the drive-thru line and when I got to the end, they handed me my bag. They smiled, had a good day, reached in my bag, and there was something rectangular, a thick rectangular. It was about the size of a checkbook mm-hmm. in my bag. I'm like, this doesn't feel like a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> so I pulled it out, and I opened it up, and it was it with a red cardboard cover booklet. And I looked at it and it said, congratulations, Wendy's now serving breakfast, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it was one year of free breakfast from Wendy's. What? what? So you want a free year of breakfast? A free year of Wendy's breakfast but like sandwiches. unlimited? Like you could go and use like <laughs> it wasn't. No, because that would be, uh, that's a level of responsibility that I can't even hold myself accountable <laughs> for. No, it's a, a free breakfast sandwich every week for a year. Oh, wow. once a week? That's not bad. That's was not everybody bad. That's getting it? 52. No, I don't know. I just I only, only ordered for me, but I, I it was like a, it was like a congratulations thing. Like you won it, so I think I won it. Oh, nice. So I got fifty two free breakfast sandwiches. Like not that. buy one get one free. Not anything like that. It was just here's Is your free some breakfast. Do they scan or do you show them? Because yeah. if you can go to like four, it was four like Wendy's a checkbook. Is... It was like a oh, you would give them the thing out gotcha. of the checkbook. Yeah. Gotcha. So if you go to four, when, when they gave me something nice and you want me to rob them, Stephen? <laughs> no, not rob them. It's that. At, at Wendy's on Twitter, I need you to burn Stephen Salisbury alive. <laughs> no, don't. So I'm going to tag you in a post to Wendy's and say, this guy told me to rob you. Finish him. You guys want to play a game real quick? Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm going to give you, th- this game is about roommates. I'm going to give you some very vague and uh, poorly thought out clues, and you're going to have to tell me uh, uh, the names of two actual real celebrities who once upon a time actually lived with each other in real life. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And I'm going to give you some clues, but they're going to be super generic, super poorly worded, loosely worded clues. So you're going to have to quickly try to Google the information that I'm giving you, finding whatever you can to tell me about these famous roommates. These are people who are actually roommates in real life at some point. And uh, I'll give you some generic clues and you're going to have to find that out. This is a game we call that one person who used to live with what's their name, name pending. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, so the first clue is this. And again, if you know it, you don't have to Google it. So there might be information that you can already pick up on the clues. They're not going to be super, super veiled, but they are, you know what they are. So here we go. And if you're playing at home, play along. Try to beat our crew to the punch. So that one girl, uh, the Herbie girl, 
the one in the movie about there's like two of her and she switches bodies with Jamie Lee Curtis or something like that. And the one girl who was also on The Masked Singer, she's the one, I don't know, she's like psychic or something like that. She she has a cheetah Lindsay or Lohan something. And- What's your guess? Lisa Mani. Uh, Lindsay Lohan and Raven Simone. That is absolutely right. So you see the, the Herbie girl, Lindsay Lohan was gotcha. in Herbie. Uh, Lindsay Lohan and Raven Simone actually did live together uh, for a little while, but uh, that's so Raven Star says that Lilo was rarely home because she was so busy working. She had her clothes in the apartment and we were supposed to live together, uh, implying a little resentment. Even still, Rays of Raven Simone came to her old roommate's defense on The View after she was dissed by Jennifer Lawrence. Mm. All right. Oh, J-Lo. Here. I don't know, but it doesn't sound like it was very nice. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Round two. The uh, billionaire, genius, playboy, philanthropist, uh, lives with a man who was a vampire in his teens and a counter-terrorist agent who used to work 24-hour shifts. It's me, me, me. Is that uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Kiefer Sutherland? It is Robert Downey Jr. and Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, they lived together during uh, the 1980s when Sutherland provided Downey a shoulder to cry on while Iron Man star was dating Sarah Jessica Parker. Hmm. Yeah, and they still make time to get together today. Cool. That's cool. Nice. Uh, All right, here we go. Next one is up. He was the vice president for most of the 1990s, and he is a super environmentalist, even to the point of knowing when a random whale is in danger. And his roommate (laughs) was a two-faced lawyer, a fugitive hunter, and he looks out of this world in a black suit. The Al Gore and Tommy Lee Jones? It's Al Gore and Tommy Lee Jones. Really? That's an interesting combo. Al Gore and Tommy Lee Jones were uh, were roommates in college. Interesting. Huh. What college? Um, Harvard University. Really? Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones went to Harvard. Man. Yeah. Yeah. For acting. Indeed. Interesting. Acting. Uh, Harvard had acting. Here we go. Uh, I think going to Harvard for acting. I think I'm going to Harvard. I don't think you can, but I'm just going to hope that you could. I don't know that he went for acting. Maybe he's a lawyer or something like that. Who knows? Um, fighter pilot, secret agent, and a Scientology major uh, showed the money when he signed the lease with this man, who is literally my favorite part of the West Wing, Parks and Rec, and Wayne's World. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm going to give you guys. No, don't. Here. Tom Cruise and uh, Rob Lowe. That one. Tom Cruise and Rob Lowe. All right, this set of roomies consisted of a man who came from outer space in an egg, lived in a lamp, and got trapped in a board game. And a man who came from outer space in a crystalline starship, lived in the Fortress of Solitude, and got trapped in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, is it Christopher Reeve and Robin Williams? It is Christopher Reeve and Robin Williams. They were were roommates when they both went to Juilliard together. He was also, Robin Williams was also roommates with Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman and Batman the Animated Series. I don't think Robin Williams went to Juilliard. He did, for acting. That doesn't surprise me. It's like the Harvard for acting schools. <laughs> there you go. Did he saying you went to Juilliard for acting. Did he go for person. acting? Uh, but I think he went for mime, if I had to, if I had to guess. Robin Williams went to Juilliard for mime. He That's was a mime. Oh. R.I.P. Nice I miss both of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one. Sang at the Moulin Rouge, taught Anakin Skywalker, and fought Harley Quinn. The other... Wait a minute. These aren't the same guy? Okay, well, I guess he was Sky Captain, Dumbledore, and Dr. Watson. <laughs> oh, is it um, Jude Law and um, 
I'm only basing it off of the Watson thing. Jude Law and crap, who played Obi-Wan? What was his name? Ewan McGregor. Yes, it is. Yay. Very good, very good. Jude Law and Alec Ewan Dennis. McGregor. I swear, for the longest time, I thought they were the same person. <laughs> really? Yeah. They, they're not looking like they look. I feel like they look enough alike that I think they're the same person. Uh, they look kind of alike, but not exactly alike. They sound very different. Jude Law and Ewan McGregor lived together for several years when they first moved to Hollywood, and they later started their own production company called The Natural Nylon. Called Natural Nylon. That's weird. Interesting. Yeah, strange. Gregor lookalike. I think that they do. Top trending Google things like for them. Like oh really? I, I typed Jude Law and Ewan McGregor, and the number two thing for them was lookalike. Hey. What, was what was number one? <laughs> I feel vindicated. Movie. Oh. All right. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Both having a nemesis who could fly, one protecting Metropolis and the other Neverland. Hook and Lex seemed like they would be quite a nefarious combo, no matter how you slice it. Oh, what's his name? I know his name. I know both of their names. We're looking for Hook. Uh, Gene Hackman and Dustin Hoffman. It is Gene Hackman yeah, and Dustin Hoffman. The now Hollywood superstars shared an apartment in New York as young actors trying to make it big. At this time, they also were buddies with Robert Duvall, whom Hoffman ended up rooming with after Gene Hackman. There you go. Nice. Uh, all right, almost done here. The Lethal Weapon guy. The, uh, the one from Passion of the Christ, uh, lives with the King's Speech guy, the, the pirate who eats apples and has a monkey. Really? Uh, Mel Gibson and uh, Bill Nye? No. No. Nope. I know who it is. I misspoke. I have no idea who this is. Say who it is if you know who it is. The- I know who it is. It's Colin, it's Colin Firth. I just, I just, I don't know why I said Bill Nye. No, is that Colin Firth? No. What? How many, how many times do you want to guess on this one, Stephen? I don't know. So we're looking for somebody from The King's Speech and somebody from Lethal Weapon. Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey oh, Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Ah. How did I forget about Jeffrey you Rush? Wanna, you want to say Jeffrey Rush? Jeffrey. 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 It was. It was Jeffrey Rush and and uh, Mel Gibson. Great job, Lisa Money. How did I forget about Jeffrey Rush? Yeah. I, I don't he know was why. Barbosa. I know. I don't know how I, I was so focused on Colin Firth. Colin Firth wasn't even in Pirate. He's I know. Pirate that's why I'm so confused. Oh, my goodness. Oh, right, I gotta, love that movie. We'll do two more. All right. Okay. The, uh, the actor from Hunger Games, he was the the announcer guy, and uh, yeah, he was also the guy who uh, drugged up Captain America to make them all buff. Uh, he was roommates with that guy who was in a few of those Mission Impossible movies. He was also Uma Thurman's husband in Pulp Fiction. Uh, oh, really? That's an interesting pair. What's the name? Well, you can't say that you know who it is and then not like say. and then not, not guess. Say it. Like you I was going to give them an opportunity. Stanley Tucci and Ving Rhames. I was just I'm trying not to get all of them. Well, it's okay. I only have two points. I'm already not going to win. Oh, them, and then you don't actually say the answer. Yeah. This isn't really like a score game. This oh. is a you guys guess game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. If well, this then, was, yeah, then guess it, Stephen. Yeah. If this oh. was a, if this was just that, oh, then, that was a score then game. That's why I was trying to give them opportunities to answer. Stanley Tucci and uh, Ving Rhames uh, attended Purchase College in New York, and rumor has it that Tucci was the one who convinced Rhames to change his first name from Irving to Ving. I heard that. I heard that somewhere. Yeah. So there you go. And then the last one is this one. A little hard, but here we go. Tasty Coma Wife, who was... <laughs> yeah, there you go. Tasty Coma Wife, who kept Jason Statham's heart rate up, moves in with the superpowered split personality hero in the mirror, who is Beyonce. Never. 
It's a great clue, but only if you know the answer already. Oh. Yeah. Um. Tasty coma wife who kept Jason Statham's heart rate up moves in with the super-powered split personality hero in the mirror who is Beyonce never. Read it one more time. Not the Tasty Coma wife part. I already know that one. The super-powered split personality oh, see, hero in the mirror who is Beyonce never. Super-powered split the, For me, it's the Beyonce never that I'm like, is this who I think it is? As opposed to being Beyonce always. All right. So I know the first one. The first one is Amy Smart. It is Amy Smart. She was Tasty Coma Wife in Scrubs, and she was in the movie Crank. With wait, wait, wait. Is was she a roommate with Steve Carell? No. Because that's literally when I typed in "I am Beyonce always." That Steve Carell came. Well, up. that's your reference. Never Beyonce. But what was the context of uh, why was he saying that he was Beyonce in that scene from The Office? The super- Ali, Ali Larder? Ali Larder played a superhero in the show Heroes who appeared yes, in the mirror with a split personality. Ah. And in the, sh- in the show The Office said, I'm like Ali Larder. I'm like Ali. You're like Ali Larder. I'm like Beyonce. And Michael Scott said, I am Beyonce always. Gotcha. See, I was that thinking a, of the that's opposite a good clue. part of that. It was a good clue. That was a really was, good clue. It was a Sorry. tough one. <laughs> that never threw me off. <laughs> well, she's never Beyonce. She's always Ali Larder. Uh, so yeah, roommates, celebrity roommates seem like a very funny thing, right? When you look back at people that potentially moved in with each other. There were a couple other ones I didn't go into. I didn't want to write clues for these things, but uh, uh, Owen Wilson lived with Wes Anderson. Yeah, they're mm. really good friends. Conan O'Brien lived with Jeff Garland. Oh. Who's Jeff Garland again? He's a comedian. You would know him. He was He's the unicorn in uh, Toy Story. Of course, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah, they wrote stuff together. Oh, that guy. Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah, when they did Mickey Mouse Club. Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. Steven's just going to say, I'm just gonna, oh, Steven's yeah, gonna say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that last. So, so we're talking roommates tonight, but this is going to pr- provide a unique challenge because, well, nobody around this table anyway has really had a roommate like, ne- necessarily. I've had a roommate since before the <laughs> dawn of my existence. <laughs> okay, all she right. She had so a womb-mate. I'll give you a Woomba mate. Woom. Woomba. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow that. You so is that the same as having a roommate when you've literally uh, never I not? Feel it is. I mean, not I guess not technically in the like I've moved out and roomed with someone, but I've only ever existed in a universe where I had someone like in your room, in my room, like in the sack, out the sack, <laughs> <laughs> in, in my home. I just, I have always had someone I share in my living space with. God bless. <laughs> I love your sister. How much older are you than your sister? I am three minutes All right, so for three minutes, you had your own space. <laughs> for three minutes, it was sweet liberty, <laughs> and then it all went to pieces. Uh, all right, so so if siblings count, then uh, uh, Joe, Jackie, you and your sister, yep. you've lived on top of each other for, yep. for a while. Uh, what, so tell me what, what this is. I mean, having a roommate. What, it, what if if you have lived with your sibling? What are, what is the the drawbacks to that? What is the advantages? What are the disadvantages of sharing a living space with another human being? Well, when you're close to their size, they steal your clothes, and then you get mad. <laughs> never, never been a problem when you're for twins, me. You've only ever had each other's clothes. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have your old clothes. They are just they're they our clothes. clothes. Yeah, <laughs> like everything we wear is each other's. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I love my sister. Everybody knows yeah. she's like my favorite thing on this planet. Mm-hmm. Um, that and Max. 
that and my dog. It's my dog's birthday tomorrow. Side note, everybody do hashtag happy birthday, Max. This is going to come out well after his birthday. That's okay. <laughs> roll with it, Steven. Just roll with it, man. Just <laughs> Happy birthday, Max. So I've never, like, like I get lonely if I don't have, like, one, and I blame you for this, Tony. Me? One time, Me? you, Mr. Youth Pastor, Uh-oh. took the youth on a trip. And for like five days, I didn't have my sister with me. And it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Like having my own room. Like I'd go in and there'd be nothing She's not there. there. And like her side of the room's twinkly lights were off. No. And like it just made me sad. Like her bed is directly in front of my bed. So I can see her from my bed every day. And like looking over at her bed and it was just empty. It was just weird. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the emptiness. So I've discovered that as many things I don't like about not having my own space, I definitely don't like being alone more. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. You know, when I think people talk about roommates, the idea of like having your own space is sort of the benefit. Having a roommate is, is a liability. But I guess if that's what you know, you become kind like of- every time I go over to my friend's houses who who and most have their own room you know most people don't share their room but whenever i see that i always like it's weird to me it's like how do you do this like how do you how do you come function? home every day and it's like you're alone like mm-hmm. there's no one in here you're always by yourself like that's always so you weird walk around me. in your underbridges that's what's up right I mean, there what's stopping you from doing it already weird like i don't understand how you go and you just have this empty space where it's just you all the time that seems so sad to me it huh. makes me feel bad for people i'm like <laughs> i'm so sorry like this is so sad nick you have like 19 roommates how's that work for you man <laughs> what's what is your roommate situation uh, well we all have our own room and oh, well that's good really good so we share a kitchen and a like common area but half the time i don't even see them so what, is it just weird hours or are they just straight you know strange people no we're Both. all pretty <laughs> seclusive to our own rooms did you <laughs> did you a bunch, a bunch of nerds did you know these guys before you moved in with them no not at all i not still at don't all. know that's weird that's, that's weird to me i don't like that yeah, that, that gives me anxiety me. just thinking about yeah. that yeah like i had i had a roommate i uh, not a roommate i had a coworker of mine who was telling me about his roommate. I'm like, oh, so did you guys like know each other? Did you go to high school? He goes, no. Because he was just looking for a roommate online and answered the ad. I no, that's how you and end that's up how dead. You yes. I mean, they became really good friends, but I'm still like, I'm like, I ad- I guess I admire, you know, your That's like an arranged courage. marriage. I know, it's weird. So, so weird to yes, me. Totally equivalent to an arranged marriage. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're going into a living situation with somebody you have no idea who they are. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, like that. Like, my the hairs on the back of my neck just stood up because like- Nick. Uh, okay, uh, so so how, are, are the, you uh, okay? Blink <laughs> twice. <laughs> You're making me alarmed right now. This is this Yeah, is, I couldn't do that. I could pr- maybe do the whole like having my own room in a in bathroom for 100% sure in like a common li- with a connecting living space with other people, but like that whole like classic like we're sharing this one little room like I'm here you're right there I've never met you before please don't murder me in my sleep right deal yeah, like I, I have trust know. issues I couldn't do that yeah, yeah. so I do it I'd have, have to know the I'd person. bring my sister <laughs> with her twinkly lights if I was uh I've had several roommates mm-hmm. and okay so my first roommate was a, a nice guy I met him at a go kart track which in <laughs> hindsight. Okay. In that hindsight, was, he was he was working at the Malibu Grand Prix go kart track, 
and we were bringing a group of kids from our Christian school there for a trip. So I was talking to him while he was helping the kids get their helmets on and get a little go-kart track. It turned out he was he was a Christian. He he led worship and uh, just a really nice young man. So I invited him to come to our church. He checked it out a little bit. He played a little guitar in our youth group, and he's like, my roommate's moving out. I need a roommate. I'm like, I'm looking for a roommate. I'm about to move out of my mom's house, right? So I moved in with this guy, and it was great. And we had a great time for about two weeks. And then I was sitting in my living room playing Tekken on my PlayStation, and I'm like, something's on fire. Oh, no. What is the smoke smell that's going on here? I don't know what this is. Mm. And I'm going, is the toaster on? Like, is there something like, (laughs) is there some wiring thing? I'm following them, playing this, the the find the smell game, and I end up at his door. And I'm Uh like, something is definitely on fire. I didn't know that he was even at the house. And I'm just kind of like, and I hear, (laughs) yeah. Are you okay? Is something on fire in there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. Oh, no. Something is terribly wrong. Now, I'm young. I'm like 20 years old. I'm like totally naive. You know, I don't know anything about anything, right? I'm I'm just like a, a sheltered little youth group kid, right? I don't know what's going on. So a couple minutes later, he opens the door and he walks out, and he is stoned off of his rear end. I mean, just completely b- blasted. And I'm like, what in the world are you doing? And he's like, I was just smoking a joint. I'm like, are you out of your mind right now? Are you out of your mind right now? I was so, like, I felt so betrayed, so violated. So, like, what in the world? Like, you play in the band at my church youth group and I, this, I live here. I was so mad. Uh and 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 I'm I, I was like we had to have a serious conversation, mm-hmm. you know. So like the ne- I'm like what are, what in the world? He's like, well, I, you know, I was t- I wasn't in the I wasn't in the house. I was outside. I opened the window. I had stepped out of the, stepped out of the window. I'm like, you're so high right now. You did not step out of the window. You didn't <laughs> open your. You weren't Smoke out. Was billowing. You were not outside of the window. What in the world is going on? So he he left and he I think he went to visit his parents for a few days. And while he was gone, I packed up my stuff and I moved right out. We had not signed a lease. I was kind of there on the last month of his oh, his that former roommate's thing mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'm gone well he came back early so he came back to the house while I was loading up mm-hmm. it was basically like me and my mom and like these two little kids that we knew because we were moving so quick mm-hmm. and they're just helping us carry stuff down from the third story apartment uh. oh my gosh and I'm just going hi and he's like it's like that huh and he went in his room and that was it and he like closed the door and yeah dude like, you smoke pot sorry man like that just seems like a violation of the trust you know so I had another roommate. This is so I'm like now all these thoughts are coming to me. This one I can't figure out. And if you can figure it out, don't tell me because mm-hmm. I don't want to know after 18, 19 years. I had a roommate. He lived with me. Nice guy, sweet guy, young younger man, you know, he, he probably 5 or 6 years younger than me. And um one day I had to go into his room for something. And I went into his bathroom and in his toilet I don't even know if I can share this. I might be saying something. I'm uncomfortable already. In his toilet was pieces of uncooked bacon. What? (laughs) What? 
I don't. Why? Un- what? Well, that's that's what I wanted to know. Why didn't you ask? Uncooked bacon. Well, first then off, he's gonna be like, "Why were you? How in my do you bathroom? casually bring up? So I was in your bathroom, you and I casually bring it up. I couldn't go, help but notice. What the crap is the uncooked bacon? <laughs> if you're gonna attract, do you want ants? Because that's you, how you get ants. <laughs> if you were making breakfast, you missed the skillet. Um, Buy he's a like, couple I like rooms. The, I like the so smell I of did. cooking bacon. So, when so, I the bathroom. so I sat there at the time. I, I think I told my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, I'm like. What do I do with this? Like, what do I do with this? This seems like some like low grade serial killer stuff. Like, what do you do with a dude that has uncooked <laughs> bacon, bacon full, full on, full pieces of uncooked bacon in his toilet? I still, I don't know what that was, was about. Like, a, was it like, did it look like it was placed there or like thrown? It was there? in the water of his toilet. So it was like floating. I, I don't. It or was, whatever. It, it wasn't was, like it was, what? It was, it was exactly as buoyant as uncooked bacon is. Put along the bowl in a circular pattern. No, it was just. So finally, after a long time, I'm like, I have to figure out the bacon thing. I have to figure this out. Like this dude has. That would tell me that upon exiting this house, this home, uh, the last day, the last thing you said to him was. So what's the deal with the bacon, man? What the frick happened? Why did you put bacon? So I did. I finally, I finally had this conversation with him. It was, it was, we didn't move out. It was like we were still there, but I just like, hey, I was in your bathroom, and. I came across some uncooked bacon in your toilet. <laughs> What's that all about? And then, and this was his answer. He said, "Oh, I got sick and I threw up." And I thought, "But like, just do you swallow bacon? your bacon whole?" That is the most bullcrap story ever. Now I know something shady's happening <laughs> because you did not throw up full pieces of, of uncooked bacon. bacon. Like, no way. You Maybe that's why you just threw slurped up. that down. Oh my. god. Goodness, like. that's weird, and I don't know why, and I don't even want to know why. If you have a weird, crazy, perverted mind and you figured it out, don't tell me ever, because I need to live in the naivete that there wasn't some bacon-based shenanigans happening it, uh, uh, one one door away from where I live. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. If you find out, tell me. Don't tell. Jack, don't tell any of us. We need to live in an innocent place. You can never unhear. The bacon nightmare. Anyway, so roommates, roommates, um, to me bring a lot more like potential for than uh, ah. Yeah. Uh, we we have we have a a friend who I won't even name, and uh, but but this friend has a roommate, and they went into this thing like this is gonna be great. Look at us, we're best friends. Three minutes later. <laughs> We hate each other so much. We can't even be in the same room with each other. And, like, that really happened. Like, that relationship went to straight Chernobyl levels. That yeah. sucks. Immediately. Like, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. What do you guys think? I have a list here from the internet. The worst roommate habits. See if you can find these this, these lists. Uh, who, what's on this list? See if you can guess some of the worst roommate habits according to the, the, the internet of things. Jackie. Eating food. The food of the other person. Absolutely. Eating any food that doesn't belong Huge to you. Huge pet peeve of mine. Eating food that doesn't belong to you is terrible. I struggle enough to maintain With the weight that I'm at. I feel Don't like, eat my food. I feel like especially, I mean, like usually, if you are if you didn't give permission, if it wasn't like, hey, feel free to like grab anything you want or something like that. That would really tick me. Absolutely, I agree with you. That, that to me, that that is sacrosanct. Like Don't you, touch if, my food. If you're gonna eat somebody's food, you always ask permission first. Yeah. Like, hey, are you gonna eat that? No. Can I have it? Sure. I'm gonna eat it now. Don't just mm-hmm. take it. Yeah. And there's times when it's like, hey, I'm cooking. Do you want anything? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. fine. That's good. But yeah. there there are those moments where it's like you have leftovers from somewhere, and you're looking forward to eating those leftovers, but then you open the fridge. 
Yeah. I will say this. Say in, the in the interest of full disclosure, Nick Sadler lived with us for a, a little while. He was our, yes. our roommate. Mm-hmm. He lived with us when we didn't even have an extra bedroom. He lived on our couch. And then we moved to another house, and for some reason, he just followed us to this next house. Yeah, like, because like, he helped you move, and he just moving, stayed there. <laughs> moving wasn't like, well, buddy, I think we're done here. Moving, Nick was like, all right, well, I'm with you. We're, we're, and he got, he took our bedroom that we still call it the Sadler Suite. And uh, <laughs> the, the thing about Nick is, he moved into the house, and then he, he's like. He made himself valuable to us. He's like, "Well, let's wire these things up. Let's hang these things up. Let's I do can these fix things. things." Yeah, so so it was like, "All Earn right, my keep. you can stay." <laughs> but the whole time Nick was with us, he didn't violate these rules. Nick didn't eat food that didn't belong to him. If we offered it, he would Nick's eat a it. Good person. But Nick never presumed on the, on any of these things. So Nick, gold star retroactively. Uh, what's something else that you guys think is on the list? Leaving dirty dishes in the sink, boys. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. I've got a story about dirty dishes. Tell us. So, while I've not had a non-blood relative roommate, I've had siblings who I've had to share rooms and houses with. And my youngest sibling is about 10 years younger than me. She is entering into, well, she's in her teens now, but at this moment in time, she was entering into her teens. And dishes have been an issue. Yeah. Now, I'm not home a lot to make dirty dishes. So, I'm like, why, why do I, you're grown, you can wash your own dishes. Like, what's the problem? So, she decided... Um, that she was just going to leave the dishes laying in the sink. And I'm like, oh, if it's going to be like this, you're going to cop an attitude with me. Mm. Mm. I did, no, I did that's, not. That's passive aggressiveness I can't handle right there. I Well, I was so fed up to the point because I had kept asking her, like, hey, help me clean the kitchen. Yeah, like, yeah, at least yeah. clean your dishes. Like, I'll help clean the kitchen, but clean your dishes. Right. Like, please, come on. And she doing the teenager thing where she's, like, copping mm, back. Mm, and mm. I'm like, you don't get to talk to me like this. Ooh, come like, on, Jackie. Mike ended up talking me out of it, but what I was going to do oh, was no. I was going to take <laughs> the dirty dishes and put them in her bed. Ah. <laughs> on like a towel, so I wasn't going to put them on her sheets. Mike talked me out of it, but I was feeling real petty, and I'm like, I'm about to do it. I'm about to do it. <laughs> and he's like, Jackie, don't do it. <laughs> please, Hammer, don't hurt him. <laughs> he's like, please don't do that. I'm like, yeah. he's like, it won't make it better. I'm like, but it'll make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, dishes, that's a bad deal, man. Because, oh. you, know, you know, if you leave dishes in there, like, especially liquidy dishes, mm-hmm. like that starts to stink. Like, well. They have the habit of leaving, like, the empty bowls of cereal, like, just laying around the house. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, the sink's right there. Just rinse it off. Yeah. Like, you uh, you groan. You like, groan. You groan. Oh, Please. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. I ain't your mama. What happens when we allow compromise, when we allow things that are of a, of a spiritually low caliber into our lives to have influence, to leave their trash everywhere, to leave their dirty dishes in, in our spiritual sinks? Uh, and, and I'm shifting gears here a little bit, but what what happens when we allow worldly carnal thoughts, things that are of a lower standard than God's standard, to kind of come and make a place in our lives? And I don't know what that might look like for you. Um, maybe it's negative thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's uh, bad habits, um, addictions, things like that. Maybe it's unhealthy relationships. We let these things come into our lives, into our stories, and kind of move in, and it throws us off our game. What are the sort of things that that make their way into our personal space and then set up camp? And then they now now they're living with us. Now they're using up, our, you know, they're using our shampoo and uh, and and. Putting, clipping their toenails on our couch and mm-hmm. stuff like that. What are the spiritual things that kind of come into our stories and set up camp and take over? I, I definitely think uh, negative thinking like that. I, Cause I feel like that one's easy and it's yeah. like, and it's uh sneaky. It is. Cause like you can, like you can just have a bad day. 
You can be have a frustrating day and mm-hmm. be just be negative, which is fine. Everybody has bad days. Uh, but if you constantly let that bad day get the best of you, or if your bad day turns into like a bad month and like every day is just like negative and every day is just like, woe is me. And it's like you be you start to become that to where mm-hmm. people don't want to be around you because you're just, you know, a negative Nelly all, all of a sudden. Negative and, Nelly. And, mm-hmm. But like that begins to affect the way that you treat other people, the way that you deal with other people, and maybe even the way that you start to see God. Like if you're negative, like you start seeing God in a negative light. Yeah, you have a hard time kind of letting letting His Word take place in your heart because you're always thinking the opposite is true. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's definitely something that settles in and, and leaves a, a, a film mm-hmm. on us. What else do you think? What's something else that kind of creeps into your heart or creeps into the, the lives of the people that you know? Um, I I mean, you can even piggyback onto the negative and think of anger. Yeah. As one. Yeah, that's good. Like that's like that's that's a big thing. Um. For example, you want to know my secret, Captain? I'm always angry. I'm always angry. I'm always angry. Something I've noticed. So I, um, when I first started driving, I was not an aggressive driver. I was very nervous. I was Uh-oh. very much a grandma driver. <laughs> Ever since I started working at Disney, I've had to start taking the highway. I've had to start taking I four. Highway I've, to the danger zone. Literally, like with all the construction. Um, so I've had to become a much more aggressive driver on I-4 if I want to make sure I don't get in an accident. And sometimes if I'm not careful, I find myself yelling at cars. No, Jackie. (laughs) And I used to not honk my horn. You're like, I would hate to honk my horn. I don't, I don't do it often, but there was a moment of pettiness that I had. You have these moments of pettiness. It happens. I'm learning a lot about you tonight. I'm salty. Oh my goodness. And you know, sometimes I'm a little extra salty. A little extra. High sodium intake. (laughs) And I, I had I had one of those petty moments on the way to work a few weeks ago that I was like, Lord, I probably shouldn't have done that. Nope. I'm sorry. Lord, I apologize <laughs> Lord, for I apologize. running that old lady off the road, but she yeah. learned her lesson. It wasn't an old lady. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think that that's a big one. That is a big Especially one. Especially in our culture today. People just are so People angry, triggered over everything. Mm-hmm. When you say anger, I go straight to the Bible, and this is my complete thought on this from Ephesians chapter 4. You guys have heard this. Is it wrong to be angry? Is it a sin to be angry? No. no. If it is, <laughs> Jackie, Jackie's, Jackie's going to go straight to hell with gasoline underpants on. Uh, no, the Bible actually, it says this in Ephesians chapter 4, 26. It says, be angry and do not sin. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're angry at that person, that's fine, but you don't have to say anything about it. You don't have to, like, think the hateful, murderous thoughts. You don't have to tell them that they're number one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. What does that mean when it says don't let the sun go down on your anger? Don't, like, stay angry. Yeah. Yeah. Why 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 that metaphor specifically? I think it's like don't let the don't let the day go away before you can calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz if you think about it, the next day's not promised. So Sure. Like well, I use I use like the same kind of mentality like if I get into like an argument with somebody or I'm like in a bad place with somebody I always want to make sure that at least by the end of the day that there's some kind of like resolve to it. Mm-hmm. Cuz I don't want there to be anything bad that happens within the next day like what ha- like you know worst case scenario something ha- like awful happens and i never got a chance to you know say i'm sorry to this person you know something like that like it's a taking that scripture out of context but it's the same and like same thing mentally for me so let's just say that you're like you 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 meet somebody you hang out with somebody and and you're you're hanging out and it's clearly not working out you're you're not enjoying your, yourself but they won't leave like you can't get them to go away like hey we should hang out uh, wow. And then you start dropping all the clues. You're like, well, I got to get up early in the morning. You know, well, 
Sure is late. All right. Well, uh, uh, you know, you start doing all the things to try to get them to, and they won't leave. They won't leave. And they're like, well, where do I, you know, where am I sleeping? Where, where I'm, I, I live here now. I'm going to spend the night here. Mm. And you're like, no, you've got to go. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you know that like, if you let that person, that feeling that, you know, that awful thing spend the night, they live here now. They're not mm-hmm. going away. Like they're going to start, they're going to start being territorial. And when it says, don't let the sun go down on your anger, it's like, don't ever say good night, anger. See you in the morning. You know, like you have to leave. I need you out. So, so in your anger, don't sin. Don't let the sun go out of your anger. And then the Bible says this at the ESV, it says, give no opportunity to the devil. Give no opportunity to the devil. And that word opportunity is super, super important here because it comes from the Greek word topos. T-O-P-O-S, which have you ever heard the word topography before? Yeah. Yeah. So what is topography? Like up down. <laughs> it's like the terrain. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It's it's land. It's a place. It's yeah. it's an establishment of a place. Yeah. Like uh, up, uh, when you say up down, I know exactly what you're talking like a topographical <laughs> map. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. So it's basically don't give a foothold to the devil. Don't give the devil the high ground. <laughs> you know? Don't give the devil a, a place to set his feet. And it's an interesting word because that word topos in the New Testament is the same exact word. Now, now cast your mind back to Christmas time mm. and you have Mary and she comes into Bethlehem and she needs a place for Jesus and it says that there is no room at the inn right so now Mary's got to be pregnant and she's got to be in a, a you know a, a food trough a manger right mm. that word topos means place it means a room. It means a quarter. It means like a place. It, it means a, a, don't give it its designated space. Mm-hmm. If 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 it's the same word as basically if if there's room for Jesus in the end, if there's no room for Jesus in the end, don't give a room to the enemy. Don't give. Don't let him move in. Don't let him be your roommate. Mm-hmm. Don't say here's where you sleep. This is your spot. And and that word, it, it's any marked off portion of space. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just no room at the end. You, when when the enemy comes to your door and he's like, can I stay here? You have to say, no, you don't live here. Mm. You don't live here. There's no space for you on my couch. There's no space for you on the air mattress. There's no space for you in the bed. There's no space for you here. There is no room for you to come in. It's like a, the old vampire myth. You know, vampires can't come in unless they're invited. Yeah. It's a crude analogy, right? But when anger comes along and that sin tries to sneak in with it, when the the feeling of uh, insecurity or or pride, uh, addiction, whatever those things are, you can't let them in because if you let them in, the next thing you know, there's going to be stinky, dirty dishes. There's going to be toenail clippings. They're going to use up all of your toothpaste. They're going to eat up all of your snacks. They're going to you know not pay any bills. Uh, they'll never take out the garbage. They're going to invite all their friends in. They're going to be you know smoking various things in their. It's all going to be a nightmare. Playing their music too loud. You're going to have bacon in your toilet, <laughs> and you won't be able to explain it two decades later. Yep. Terrible things. So I just want to encourage you guys. I want to encourage you around this table. There's going to be negative thoughts. There's going to be frustration that comes your way. Don't let it in the door. Because if you let it in, even to entertain it for a moment, you will never get it to leave until you call Jesus, big brother Jesus, to come in. And he's like, all right, crack the knuckles. Time to go, you know. Square up. So There you go. So uh, so that's my encouragement to you. Uh, don't even give it a spot. Move on and, uh, and, and flex your space because it's yours. And you you have to live there. So, uh, well, that is all the time that we have for tonight. We just want to say thank you so much for listening and taking this journey with us tonight for the Nerd of Godcast. Uh, we hope that you do uh, 
follow us on all the platforms where you download podcasts, leave us a review, take a moment to give us stars. We love them when they come in fives and, uh, and take a quick minute to write something. Let us know what you think about the podcast. So reviews really, really do help us a lot. Again, follow us across all those social medias, pretty much uh, all the platforms at Nerd of Godcast. And uh, let us know about your roommate nightmares. <laughs> let us know uh, who you think from the podcast would be the coolest person to, uh, to room with. Um, and or maybe the least cool person. No, don't tell us that. We, we can't take the knock to our self-esteem. But uh, we definitely love you. We appreciate you. We thank you for listening. For the Nerd of God cast, Steve-O Supremo. Good night, John Boy. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Lovely Lady Lise Mati. Make good choices. Nick, the engineer. Goodbye. And wherever the crap he is, Quentin Gregory Neff. I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But, but we, we can't, can't stay here. I didn't say Poe Dameron's name correctly when we after we watched uh, Force Wagons. I said it like five different ways. Poe Dameron. <laughs> yeah. Say Poe Dameron's name, but say it wrong. That's your job tonight. <laughs> Free Shavakadu. Free Shavakadu. <laughs> the guy. Free Shavakadu. <laughs>